Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. This is Megan. And today we talk about one of the most aspects people are afraid of, the forest or the woods. And the most haunted places there. Because when you go into the woods, you go into the forest, it's almost being traveled back in time to a point where we didn't have, well, technology, lights, power, anything like that, how they lived a long time ago. And once people go into the woods or the forest, some people see it as peace, but depending on the time of day and the environment, it could be very, very terrifying. You like that? You like that intro? Oh, look at that monologue. <laughs> Ew, that laugh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, not. Uh, amongst many subjects we're going to talk about today, uh, one being suicide force and other haunted places across the world when it comes to the woods. Yeah, because that's the one thing is like there's a lot of places like spread out across the world. Forest wise, that is kind of. You yeah. have a lot of American based ones. I have a lot of like international. No, I know. I got a couple that are American based. Well, I know. I don't have any that are American based. <laughs> oh, except one that's actually in our state. I mean, I don't know. I didn't actually pick this one, but then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. The Devil's Tramping Ground. Yes. Now we can start with that if you want. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a haunted update for you guys. So if you're yeah. like, oh, haunted update? No. Sorry. Uh, we didn't do much peer investigating since the last time we talked to you. So. Um, but hopefully soon. I think we're going back to the library again. Um, yeah, there's some stuff at the end of the month, so yeah. Um, but yeah, the Devil's Tramping Ground that's in our state. Yeah, it's yeah. not that far. I think I did the like distance before, and it's like two hours, two and a half hours from us. Now, I think we talked about this before with local haunts or something like that. Yeah. Um, so a brief overview. Uh, Devil's Tramping Ground here in North Carolina, I think, is up near Asheville area. Kinda, it's Bear Creek. Bear Creek, that's right. Um, a spot in the woods that is a perfect circle of area that nothing grows except for very low grass and even that's kind of dead. Um, it's said that the devil there tramps or stamps around in a perfect circle, almost like a circle pit, you would say. Mm-hmm. Circle uh, pit. Yeah. Um, and that's why nothing grows there. And most people, have gone there and tried camping in the middle, but for some reason they always leave. Or no, 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 when they no, wake no. up in the morning, and they're outside of it. Outside of the circle, yeah. yeah. Everything's moved from outside. Yeah, dogs won't go near it. They're like, Ooh, like they don't. You know, animals are living there in the area of it. Yeah. So. so. And there's no geo- remember they had a geologist, geologist try to figure out why nothing grows mm-hmm. there. Or even environmentalists, stuff like that. Environmentalist, uh, environmental. Scientist, right? No, you're a scientist, bro. <laughs> they all want to name each other the same thing. But yeah, they can't figure out why nothing grows there or why any animal wants to be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, literally, if you look at pictures of it, it's just like grass and then there's like nothing in that little like circle. It's not little. It's a big circle. And um, I've had a couple of things where like people get eerie feelings, like even going up to it. Well, the woods in themselves, when you think about it, it's part of my little intro thing. Mm-hmm. But um, there's nothing out there but you and the environment, mm-hmm. right? Quiet. No sounds of traffic, depending on where <laughs> your woods are. Um, but no outside noises, nothing. And it's silence. And that silence sometimes drives people insane from hearing it. And sometimes if you hear anything, the slightest creak or crack of wood and uh, a snap of a branch you automatically your you know worst intentions come to mind yeah you know that might be a bird somewhere or a squirrel running across you know 
If your mindset is out of fear, then you will fear everything there. But even during the day, that causes some people terror. Yeah. But when at night comes, when you can't see anything else. Oh, heck no. Yeah. I'm not going to be the person found in the woods at night. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah, woods, they don't. Well, me. Like I, I could do camping like if it's in a log cabin type situation, but I can't do camping like tents. Well, a couple on of times. Ground. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, a couple of times we've done investigations in wooded area. Yeah. Um, most of the time we always been, I say bombarded, but we always feel like we're being watched. Mm-hmm. And usually it's because of Native American spirits that are nearby. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what was that one spot outside Highway 58? We were at, um, we were there and, uh, you could feel eyes basically staring at you the entire time that we're there. And you said, oh, it's Native American spirits and stuff like that. And then we end up hearing, um, uh, what was that saying that Mike always does? Uh, I can't remember the thing. Yeah, I can't remember it. He caught me on the spot, but he says something. Like- it, it basically, it's like a greeting in Native American, right? And we heard it come back in the woods like an echo crazy yeah 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 i feel like uh, like you said it's kind of like going back in time i think like woods hold a lot of uh kind of like you know that theory the stone theory yeah the trees hold a lot of residual energy residual energy um and they'll obviously the land if it's not untouched it's not untouched you know like you don't have something disturbing that area so another one mm-hmm I don't know if you want to get to any of yours first, but another one uh, that's close to my uh, home homeland, you would say, in Mexico, is the Island of the Dolls. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. It's not as much as in the forest or the woods, but it technically considered in the woods, so it's considered mm-hmm. haunted woods because it's in the woods, even though you have to take a boat to get there, mm-hmm. to that little island. Mm-hmm. But um, didn't you say you got a different information on the story of how the girl, because I've always been told that it's because a girl drowned in, in near the island I'm of the trying dolls to think. and I think it was in we recently got was it in the book? I don't know. I don't know. It was one of the ones that I saw that she actually ha- was possessed and she drowned. Like I don't know exactly how, but cuz the story was that she drowned and the way they say it is mysterious circumstance. But um but then again there was another story I read where like she was possessed and drowned. I don't know how that like two came together and like happened, but um, basically with the Island of the Dolls, the caretaker who was the one that found the girl um, paid homage to her by hanging up the dolls. Well, you put dolls on an island for her because she's a little girl. So, of course, you know, the girls yeah. like dolls. So he put dolls on an island for her as, you know, these are gifts for her. And then people over the years have been putting dolls on the island anywhere from a haunted doll or a doll tribute to a lost child. Mm-hmm. They would put in the tree. Some are hanging. Some are See, nailed, to, nailed to a, um, we call it a, this little hut house that's mm-hmm. there. Um, some are just placed or scattered amongst there. There's even doll heads hanging and stuff like Maybe. that. And it's become extremely haunted either through haunted dolls being put there or just an attraction from all the dolls because how i haunted this is actually a good idea for episode in the future haunted dolls uh did we do that already or not I can't no remember. we did haunted objects haunted so objects. we didn't we break it dolls. down yeah we did dolls because i don't everyone wants to talk about annabelle but uh a doll the reason why most of them seem to get possessed mm-hmm. by dark spirits and entities because they resemble humans mm-hmm. but they're an empty vessel right 
no soul whatsoever, but they have the shape of a person. Mm-hmm. So that's why dolls get possessed in the first place. And they're also, you know, an object of affection by humans. Um, so that's why I think most of those dolls mm-hmm. probably get possessed or have spirits enter them, even for brief periods of time, because there are a bunch of them there. Was my yeah. theory of why that place is so haunted. But I remember when Ghost Adventures went there. But real quick, yeah. did you know that what happened with the caretaker? So the caretaker would put the dolls up, right? And mm-hmm. he kept getting haunted. Like the doll, the girl kept haunting him and haunting him. And he kept doing the dolls, doing the dolls, doing the dolls. And then eventually he drowned in the same river 50 years later. Jeez. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, a lot of paranormal teams have gone there, but I remember the episode. Here's a question real quick. Sorry. Here's the question, though. Was it really the girl haunting him, or was it the entity that possessed the girl haunting him? Dang. Spooky. Sorry. Sorry. Weirdo. Sorry, that just needed to come out, I guess. Uh, no, I said when many parallel teams have investigated, uh, the island dolls, but I've only ever seen the footage from Ghost Adventures when they were there. And amongst weird things like a doll eyes opening, mm. it shouldn't have, but then I could be easily just like, you know. Yeah, cause I know like me being a kid and like having dolls, like sometimes depending on the doll, like the eyes can move, like the eyelids. Or a doll talking. Okay, talking, that's something else. That the batteries have been dead for probably a good couple of decades. Um, but one of the weirdest things is what, remember, you have to take a boat to get here, right? You mm-hmm. can't walk onto this island. Yeah. You have to take a boat to get to this little section. <clears throat> you probably swim, but yeah, if you want to deal with the snakes and shit. Ew, no thanks. Um, they were there on the island, just, you know, Zach's team. And they're on one side of it, and this is probably about the size of, I don't know, probably a good acre. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not huge, but it's not small either. And they come back, and the area where per- people would put a fire, right? Mm-hmm. Like a little fire pit area, a fire was started. Mm. No one's on the island but them. And no one of them started the fire. So who the hell started the fire? Yeah. That should be on a t-shirt. Who the hell started the fire? Who the hell started the fire? <laughs> All right. What you got on the... Your notes over there. For the doll island or for like. Oh, I said island of dolls, but. Yeah, because I'm pretty, that that was pretty much it, what I got. Um, So I, there is a forest that is kind of interesting. It's in Germany. And it was actually the setting of many of the Brothers Grimm fairy tales. Like there is legends coming out of this forest that talk about like headless horsemen to werewolves to paranormal activity. Um, and the Black Forest basically gets its names from the oppressive canopy of evergreens looming <laughs> above the forest floor. And it is in southwest Germany, and it's bounded by the Rhine Valley to the west and the south. So, um, I tried looking, like, more in-depth stuff, but there wasn't, like, a lot on it. But, I mean, it inspired the Brothers Grimm fairy tales, so there has to be something there. You know what I'm saying? I think about like every Disney movie you've seen, because majority mm-hmm. of them were based, or early ones anyway, were based on um, the Brothers Grimm stories, like Snow yeah. White, Cinderella, uh, Sleeping Beauty. They're all based on uh, Brothers Grimm stories. Um, and they all take place in the woods. Well, then again, back in that period of time, like old princesses and kings and stuff, they really didn't really anything but castle in the woods. So, yeah. 
Um, a lot of the stories have been like uh, haunted woods or dark areas and dark forests and stuff like that, like the the the, the enchanted forest or like the dark forest and near where the witch lives or something. You know, mm-hmm. I think Hansel and Gretel Gretel was one of their stories too, right? Yeah. So that mm-hmm. they're like literally like when people talk about this forest, they talk about like uh, what you call it, like werewolves and. Like, everything you can kind of witches and trolls and shit like that. Well, it's an older part of the world, so, I mean, yeah. that could happen. Just kind of. Now, Eerie. I never knew what the name of it was, mm-hmm. but um, I know it's very haunted, but it's just creepy, the fact that this was done there. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Hills Forest, ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Um, Not near here, but it's not far from here, Maryland. Mm-hmm. It's where they filmed the Blair Witch Project. Oh. Where the Blair Witch legend lives. That literally, that movie scarred me. Because I legitimately thought it was an actual documentary. Well, everyone did. <laughs> I watched it recently. I watched it this year, like earlier this year. And I was like, yeah, it's not that scary. I mean, it's scary, but not that. I mean, for its time, it was scary. But like, thinking about it as a kid watching that, uh, yeah. Uh, one of the big ones that I want to talk about. Um hope I'm saying the name right, but if I tell you where it is, you probably think it's nowhere. Um, the Hoi, uh, Hoia Bakiui Woods. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not how it's pronounced. My best attempt. Anyway, it's the uh, the big forest that's in Transylvania, Romania. Mm. Um, about ever so many miles away from uh, Dracula's castle. Mm. <clears throat> These woods mm-hmm. are famous for extreme amount of paranormal sightings not just ghosts and stuff but also aliens oh that's interesting yeah um and it has its own devil's tramping ground in other words it has a circle in the the woods that's perfectly cleared um gr- trees don't grow in there but grass does and in the area of it is very um high with activity including um always people talking about seeing red orbs Ooh, and red's normally not that good. No, these are perfectly big red orbs. They see flying through the woods. Um, tales of different creatures being seen, right? To seeing wolfmen or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And other, and other flood, uh, giant bats and shit, right? Jeez. Well, that relates to vampires and Dracula and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the alien stuff they've seen is lights in the sky around. Uh, the woods and on, on above the woods and stuff like that. People see like different lights that come together and different shapes and fly around that area. Um, the reason being, uh, what they think the, the devil tramping ground area, the circle is intense is because of portals. There's a lot of them surrounding that Darn area. Darn portals. <laughs> and some of them aren't good. Um, but I remember, uh, funny enough, Ghost Adventures went there too. Uh, uh, my favorite show. Um, but I remember, I forgot who it was. I think it wasn't Zach. It was somebody on the, uh, what's his name? One of the members of the team. I can't remember his dang name. He also got a mohawk. You know what I'm talking about? I feel bad not knowing his name. Billy? There you go. Um, he was near the portal and he was getting like, not possessed, but he was like going into trance and they couldn't talk to him. He was like stuck there staring at one spot because he was in the middle of the portal that was near the edge of the, the circle. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, and they actually got footage of the red orb. They saw it. The red orbs that fly around in the woods. But yeah, those hunted woods there. Now, that'd be a place that I would want to go. But it's all the way in Romania, so. Yeah. But, um, going to Dracula's castle is like, you know, like, I guess any 
uh, goth kid or metal kids like Dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of interesting. Plus, you got to think there's a lot of history over in that area. Lots. Oh, shit. The amount of bloodshed that was uh, spilled in that land, the entire area with Vlad the Impaler going around and killing people and the way he killed people, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of bloody history there. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what I'm doing. <sighs> so, man, you made me do it. Oh, good thing you're not a psychopath. What? They say if you yawn and the other person doesn't yawn, they're a psychopath. Oh, well, that's great. <laughs> Put that on my uh... Because they don't show empathy to you. That's good. It's like a natural... Um, oh, here's a learning fact for you, kids. Uh, it's a, a, a natural empathy thing that humans do when they see someone else yawn. Yawn is like showing, oh, okay, I, I full start. You know, like it's like showing empathy. But psychopaths don't show empathy, so that's why if you don't, when someone yawns in front of you, you don't yawn. You're a psychopath. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> so. Let's see if there. I think I have. There was a place in England called. The Whitewood Forest, Witchwood Forest. Um, supposedly there's a lot of paranormal activity that happens there, like hands reaching out to grab shoulders, hooves of horses uh, being heard, even some strange sounds. Um, it was a formal, former royal hunting grounds. Um, some have actually even seen apparitions of crying children in a horse-drawn carriage. And supposedly the ghost of Amy Robsart the wife of Earl of Leicester, who died mysteriously and haunted her husband. So there's not a whole ton of stuff on the Witchwood Forest, um, but it is in England, and there is some paranormal activity there. So it looks kind of cool, that forest, though, because there's, like, arching trees. It reminds me a lot of, uh, you know, like, Beauty and the Beast? Like, Belle when she's in that forest? The arching trees. Uh, last time I watched the animated one, I was probably 11. And I recently saw the live action one probably four or five years ago. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that, though. Anybody that's <laughs> kind of a Disney fan. Um, there's another one on the list that's in America. Uh, it's actually in Atlanta, Georgia. Jeez. It's called uh, Constitution Lakes Park. That doesn't sound... And it has a trail called Doll Heads Trail. Get out of here. What is with these dolls? I don't know. But it, I guess it, what started as an art project turned into something fucking creepy. And not only is that, it has an abandoned brick factory that's there on the trail. Uh. Um, there On this trail, there's plenty of doll heads hanging in the trees. Along with what? different uh, mirror art also. Mirror art? Mirror. Oh, I don't know what it is, and I'm going to tell you this as a psychic, like as a medium. I don't know what it is with mirrors and dolls, but mix the two and you got a real, I guess because it's an empty vessel and the mirror is a portal, could be a portal depending. So like things could come through. Uh, don't put a mirror and dolls together. Just don't do it. <laughs> uh, I guess it, I guess it, I don't know if we, we talked about mirrors at all, but, um, is a, is a, another, uh, interesting thing to learn is that if you put your finger to a mirror mm -hmm. and your, your, your reflections, your, 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 sorry, your fingers aren't matching up and essentially mm -hmm. reflection is off to the right, left, up or down, mm -hmm. that means that mirror is cursed or is holding a 
spirit of some kind, dark spirit. Interesting. Go so. check your mirrors. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's gonna go. Oh shit! Let me go fucking touch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's usually a, a, a quick way to find out if your the mirror you have in your home is um, possessed by something. Jeez. Or at least it holds something in it. I actually did that. Funny enough, when we went to uh, Wilmington, which is about an hour, me and my mother, mom went. Um, we went to the Con Exchange, which is downtown. It's like old, like merchant shops. Um. And we went to this restaurant called Patty's Hollow, which has been there since, like, I was a kid. Um, And it's really good. It's got really good food, by the way, if you're ever in that area. Patty's Hollow. Go check them out. Sounds like an Irish place. It kind of is. I mean, it really didn't have... I mean, I had the Guinness corned beef. (laughs) Yes, Irish. Which was, like, really good. Oh, yeah. Get your Guinness corned beef over here. (laughs) Anyway, so we went down. It's, like, almost, like, underground. And there's a mirror in the bathroom that kind of gave me, like, odd vibes. I did the like finger test. Thankfully, it wasn't you know warped or anything, but but yeah. So I I could say I tested that out. Have you heard of the um the Deering Woods? No, it's in the UK. Mm-mm. It's also called the Screaming Woods. Oh gosh, why? <laughs> it's like it's got a normal name and then like something. The Screaming like Woods. Dollhead Trail. Uh, funny enough, it holds a Guinness World Record as being one of the most haunted woods in the world. Jeez. Which, that's pretty legit. Guinness World Record. Uh, people hear screams and yells coming from the woods and stuff like that. Uh, um, it goes back all the way to the 18th century, obviously, uh, century colonial time. Um, supposedly there are people who took their life in these woods and highwaymen who would keep capture and murder people there. If you don't know what a highwayman is, it's basically a guy on the trail or a highway um, who would basically rob you and kill you for your shit. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, because the woods where they were were trading routes through England and, I guess, that area, that's where majority of people died in those woods. So, they're called the Screaming Woods because mm-hmm. they hear screaming there. That's why I really think, like, the woods, I mean, that, like, trees hold some sort of, like, that stone theory where, like... The residual energy can kind of like get imprinted in the stone. I think like trees can do the same thing. Well, it's the stone tape theory or the wood theory. Essentially, wood floors hold memories, as such mm-hmm. as stone does as well. So they say old buildings made of wood or stone potentially get more haunted because they hold history of everything that's ever happened there. If blood was spilled on the wood or stone, it's still in it. Stuff like that. So, I don't know. Three. You got on your list. Let me see. So, do you want to talk about the crema de la creme? Oh, yeah, that's probably going to take majority yeah. of our time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. The most haunted forest of all time. I don't know how to say the actual name. It's like, it's, yeah, I can't say it. I'm not going to try. Um, But another word, like another name for it is suicide forest or um it's also sea of trees was another name for it that i had saw um it's in japan at the base of mount fuji yes and it's basically a 35 square kilometer forest um it's cold rocky and contains close to 200 caves within the forest and there's some people theories about caves and how they like the, the underworld thing and how people like travelers and stuff like yeah. that. There's that whole weird thing. But um 
there's a sign amongst many signs mm-hmm. in the suicide forest mm-hmm. entrance way inside and stuff like that. They say different things, but the one that's in the entrance, when you walk to it, it's in Japanese, but they actually have English translations because American terrorists come there to die as well. Mm. Um, your life is a precious gift from your parents. Please think about your parents, siblings and children. Don't keep it to yourself. Talk, talk about your troubles or talk about your troubles. This is what the sign says. Mm-hmm. Right, urging people not to kill themselves. Well, they have like specific people that are there to kind of like walk around the fort, not walk around, but I guess like close to the entrance to help people because they basically there was one thing on there if you like take a tent with you and you camp in the woods and it's kind of like you're debating whether or not to kill yourself or not. So like they have people that will actually go up to people that have tents and try and talk them out of suicide. Or park rangers or whatever. I guess they're essentially the same job but mm-hmm. no um i forgot how many bodies they find a week or a month well they said the statistics are kind of like skewed because a lot of the time because oh, of the heavy 100 forest. bodies are found a year yeah yeah um because of the way the forest is sometimes the bodies aren't found so that i mean that plays not only were you talking about suicide but we're also talking about bodies that never were found you know what I mean? Like yeah, lost souls. Almost. Literally like lost souls. And the crazy thing about this forest is like personal belongings can be found. And I think that has another kind of thing. Plus, here's another thing that I thought was interesting. So one of the things like I, I read an article. It was like 10 weird things about the suicide forest or things you should know about the suicide forest. So First off, Japan has like the highest suicide rate. And like back in ancient times in Japan, suicide was actually look- looked at as being honored. So not so much now, but depending the culture wise in Japan, they used to think suicide, you know, was a way of being honored. Right. So the soil, though, is mixed with magnetic iron. And can wreak havoc on cell phone service, GPS systems, and even compasses. So, like, you can go in the woods, like, maybe you're just going in there to just check it out, which I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would, but just going in there to check it out and your cell phone service, your GPS system, and even your compass could get messed with. Now, with any place of complete sorrow mm-hmm. and darkness as this is, I guarantee it attracts evil spirits. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, apparently a geologist went in there and he found a uh, doll nailed upside down on a tree. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> um, so, and real quick, the crazy yeah. thing, too, that I found out was there's hardly any wildlife in this forest. Which I think that's interesting. Well, there might have been at one time, but there's so many dead bodies. It's probably the smell or whatever like that. It's probably just doesn't attract. Unless like predators and stuff like yeah, that. Like vultures. Yeah. Might come to feast on the bodies and stuff like that. But other from that, there's uh, I, I wouldn't see any other reason for animals to be there. Do you want to know a fun fact about vultures real quick? Hmm. You know, like to defeat their prey, they throw up on them yeah. and it's acid. No, I had, a, I had a friend in uh, middle school whose parents hit one and it vomited all over their car. Right? Mm-hmm. The acid melted the paint on the car. Jeez. So if you see a vulture and it's going to throw up on you, run. Yeah. <laughs> or don't even hit it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's their defense mechanism they have. 
Jeez. Like, and it would yeah, make sense. I don't like these facts. Like, <laughs> that would make sense because they, you know, they eat dead things and they would have to have a steel stomach to be able to do that. Now, a Japanese legend is they're haunted by the Yuri. Things that you say it right. Uh, basically unhappy spirits that kind of mm-hmm. look like the girl from the ring. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Uh, that black hair, pale skin, wearing like a dress or something in the woods and stuff like that, which that was good as shit of people to begin with. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, you got any fun facts about suicide wars? Let me see. Before going see. with theories. <laughs> so I took a look at some of the pictures and it's kind of like, this is just from what I saw looking at the picture. So there is a lot of personal effects. Like I know there's shoes and I think that would get me like, I, I don't think I could walk in there just because of the personal, I feel like when you have like personal effects, it takes it to another level. It shows you like the abandonment of like humanity in a sense. You know what I mean? Like how a person abandons their humanity, their suicide. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but the terrain looked, you know, very rocket, very rigid and easily get lost in it. Um, let me see. Okay, here's another one. So, like, because the tree coverage is so thick that even at noon, you can hardly find a bright spot in the forest. And it actually, which I think this is, like, not good at all, uh, was deemed the perfect place to die in multiple different articles written about the forest. And I was like, maybe you shouldn't say that. Um... Well, um, there was a book mm-hmm. found there um, by Watura Turesmi. I think I'm saying that right. I can't say his freaking name. And it's called The Complete Ma- Manual of Suicide. Wow. That's found there sometimes. It's almost like encouragement for committing suicide and stuff like that. Um, amongst tents and, like I said, different personal effects and stuff like that, people find just scattered amongst there. Um, I would not want to work there. Could you imagine being a park ranger there? I don't see your park ranger, but the, the woods themselves are just, I don't say abandoned, but I'm not, they're not, what's like a forest, yeah, yeah, forest ranger and stuff like that. I don't think this has it. Mm-hmm. They, I could be wrong. I don't know. Cause, but they do have people that go there regularly to check for bodies and stuff like that, especially with missing people. Um, to see if their body's there. Like, oh, well, here he is. You know, sometimes people go missing and they don't, they assume possibly the suicide force is where they died. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, I don't know if any paranormal investigators have ever been there. I'm pretty sure some have. I they. It's probably not going to be a, a, a show or an episode that's aired just because they don't know if they will stumble upon a body. A body, and they. It's probably kind of almost like a uh, uh, privacy thing. Like they don't want to go there and like film and see. Like the dead bodies, and maybe they themselves don't want to see dead bodies. You know, don't want to put themselves through that. Mm. Um, what you say? Two. I wonder. I wonder if when they go in there, right? If, like, say a person goes in there by themselves, right? If they start hearing things, almost like an extra voice in in the in the forest. Like, oh, that's been told. Like almost like schizophrenia, but mm-hmm. like you're not schizophrenic. You're hearing something, kind of convincing them to pull the plug, you know. Well, there's a story I read. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I used to read uh, different scary stories on Reddit and whatever mm-hmm. like that. But one of a guy who, secondly, is a survivor of attempted suicide, suicide mm-hmm. forest. 
Um, he didn't give his name, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. But basically he talked about how he was, he lived in America mm-hmm. and he traveled to Japan to die in suicide forest because he felt like that was a good place to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and he read different ways to commit suicide, but he said his best way was to do it with a rope. But, but see, that's what's interesting about this, this thing, right? Yeah. Is the number one way that people die is hanging. Mm-hmm. Number two was poisoning. And then number three is drug overdose is how they die in the thing. I think gunshot would be the top of it, but hanging. Well, it's, e- it's an easy thing to do. Yeah, but I, w- I don't know. And some people to them is pleasurable. That's where you get the, uh, uh, with people that j- or hang themselves that jerk off with, you know? Like- Ew, okay. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Uh, I forgot the actual term term you would use. To yeah, describe yeah that. that's, that's anyway. Um, no, yeah, and it's the easiest, simplest way because you could just hang yourself from anything and you're you're done essentially. Um, but yeah, so this guy, the, he said the hardest part would be possibly buying a rope in Japan because most people think you're doing that to kill yourself, especially as a tourist. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, he was able to buy some in a hardware store outside of the main city of Japan, where the um. Suicide Forest located in Mount mm-hmm. Fuji, and he basically took it with him to to the Suicide Forest. Mm-hmm. And I guess he made it told someone like, "I'm just a hiker, and this is like rope for climbing and shit like that." Mount Fuji or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he says he when he walked in the woods, he saw that sign when I talked about it earlier, mm-hmm. and he saw different signs that said different things, and they had English translations talking about take care of your family, your your work in life is worth more than this, right? You know, different stuff like that. Just little things that help you change your mind about what you're doing. And as the deeper you go, you know, the less signs you see. And he said he went pretty deep in there uh, to a point where he saw um, bodies hanging from trees in different spots and stuff like that. And he ended up finding a tree that he liked. But he says as the deeper he went, he kept hearing um, moaning and crying and and different people talking sometimes and stuff like that. And he says when he was getting ready to hang himself, he kept hearing voices of encouragement, right? Saying you're doing the right thing or something like that in his head, which he thought it might've been outside or his own thoughts. And then when he finally decided to hang himself, he found the tree wrapped it around his neck, put the rope and then um, jumped off a branch in order to get the proper height. And his neck did not snap, but he was, you know, of course like that. And he said, while in the middle of hanging, he saw, a white figure with dark hair, the Yuri, essentially, standing in distance watching him. And um, he heard a voice in his head um, saying, is this what you want to do and stuff like that? Are you sure? Like almost like a, another voice saying, you know, stop what you're doing. And then he had a second thought of, do I need to be doing this? Should I be doing this? And he kind of changed his mind last minute. But, of course, he's hanging, so there's no point now. But um, when he saw the figure getting closer, his head started getting fearful, started getting scared. And then the rope snapped that he was hanging from and he collapsed to the ground and he saw whatever it was getting closer, but he, he passed out from, of course, you know, what he did to himself and stuff like that. And when he woke, um, the woods were a lot brighter and he didn't hear the voices anymore and he ran out of the forest. Wow. Right. Um, but yeah, technically a survivor story, but he said he saw ghosts and he hear, heard words of encouragement to kill himself, to join them there. Yeah, that makes sense. Not makes sense, but I could see, especially if there's like dark forces there doing that. We got to think about it. like we've we found out with our paranormal investigating that we've done mm-hmm. places of sorrow, places of death mm-hmm. attract dark entities and dark spirits. Um, 
because they feed off that. So mm-hmm. Suicide Forest, if there is not demons there, I'd be extremely surprised. Yeah. Just because that is a major feeding ground for them. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if like dark witches and stuff like that go there to perform stuff like that. To yeah. use the energy of sadness and pain there. Yeah. Which I never heard of anyone finding like uh, witchy stuff there. Or even like darker. I don't know. Any demonic in that nature. But um, maybe they kind of don't. If they did find it, they don't want to talk about it just because that'll encourage more shit. <laughs> to be brought out from it so they're kind of keeping the suicide stuff you know like trying their best to keep that at bay you know but do you think I mean? there'd be people that stop people from even going there at this point the amount of bodies they find a year like oh you're not allowed to go I think in that situation maybe it, it could be oh my mic yeah that's fine well, it's the, the headphone jack. Oh. Okay. Can you hear yourself? No. If I twist it, there you go. Can you hear it? Yeah. All right. So, I think, like with the, um, what should we call it? Uh, with the forest, I think it's one or two things. Number one, they know people are going to get in the forest some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, why block it? And if they don't do it, there they're probably going to do it somewhere else so you know and two maybe depending on how much those people have actually seen being over there at the suicide forest they're almost scared to block people from doing it because something might come after them you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying yes and i guess a bigger mystery is why people go there to die in the first place mm-hmm. You know, why there? Why not anywhere else? Why there specifically? Might be a curse on the land. Maybe an ancient curse from a long time Portal ago. Portal, too. Portals. Darn portals. We said there's a bunch of caves. Caves, yeah. yeah. I still say caves mean something. What if you believe in the hollow earth theory? Mm. <laughs> Talking about Godzilla and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the reason it might be... Geologists might prove that it might be just because the the levels of mag- magnetization or whatever yeah, like that might create say, it. It did say because there's magnetic iron in the soil. But even so, that shouldn't mess with people's emotions. Yeah. Even if you, I mean, if you're technically already suicidal, you technically go there. Which it might have been a few people at first, and it just became like a famous thing. And now everyone goes there. Yeah. Just because they maybe don't want their body to be found, or you know. Different aspects like that. Why are you drawing ice cream cones? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but maybe too, like, I feel like when someone is suicidal, they want to feel whole and they, or, or maybe they don't feel like anybody's listening to them. And by going to a place where other people felt the same way that they did, they find just for a split second that collectiveness. You know what I mean? And also, I, it, it, I'm assuming it looks beautiful there, the base of Mount Fuji and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and some people might have the mindset, I want to die on my own terms and seeing something of a great going scenery. Back, going back into nature type of thing. Yeah. Which makes you think, why there's more woods, technically suicide woods, yeah. even in America? Maybe they are, we just haven't found anybody. Yeah. But again, we have a lot more predatory uh, 
animals out there yeah. that would find a dead body, eat it before anyone could find it. Yeah, true. Maybe that's why we keep finding bodies there in, in the suicide forest because there's not a lot of predatorial animals there that would eat people. At least eat the remains. Are there vultures in Japan? I think there would be. I don't know why there wouldn't be. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> well. Well. I think that concludes our episode on Haunted Woods and Forces. Yes. Uh, so, next week. Which is kind of, it freaks me the F out. It's going to be a scary one for me. Uh, is going to be paranormal games. So we're going to be talking about like, um, the most recognized one of the most is like Bloody Mary, obviously, but like games that were like the elevator game that you were talking about, I think mm. is what it was called. Yeah. Um, in the previous, ep- was it the previous or the previous, previous episode? I don't remember. I think it was the previous, previous episode. Yeah. Um, but basically stuff like that, like games like, games that are supposed to like conjure things up and we can even throw in randonautica a little bit about that because some people can kind of see that as like a game and app yeah that will there's stories about randonautica out there right now there oh yeah yeah i did a whole like i was like intrigued by it at first but then i was like oh hell no am i not uh, mm, mm, mm." yeah i'm not doing that to me i would just i would i'd have to change my pants two times over well, that's us. We, we actually we paranormal investigate, so this is like a a I random would, paranormal spot finder. Yeah, but yeah, haunted games and different ones like you know Bloody Mary that people play for the longest time and other versions of there it. There was one. I'm gonna see if I can look it up. It was like if you hold a baby and you rock in a chair, like rocking chair, you turn off the lights and you don't do something and you call for somebody and you try and reach for the lights like your arms get like scratched it's like a weird freaking thing Never i remember i remember uh whatchamacallit one of my friends because we of course you know like being preteens and stuff we read all about like these type of games and we were like oh let's just do it and so um i remember she was telling me about that and because i had a baby sister at that time that was 10 years younger than me so they were like, oh, why don't you test out the the rocking chair game thing? And it why? Like, why would know. you do that? I didn't, though. <laughs> no, the, those type of games, I don't like that because I feel like, ugh. But so, yeah, so it's going to be don't play any of the games that we talk about. Just don't. Or do at your own risk. Yeah. Well, you didn't hear it from us. Yeah, we're not responsible. <laughs> so... Um, but we'll, you know, obviously bring out some, um, whatchamacallit, like encounter stories and stuff like that. So, also, uh, we got a bonus episode, episode for you guys this week. Yeah. Actually, I think we're going to have a, a lot of bonus episodes coming almost like a weekly thing for the next couple of months because we have a lot of people interviewing. So, yeah. it's pretty cool. But, uh, this Friday, um, from today that you're listening to this, uh, is an interview I did with Aaron of Starting Family Crystals. Yes. And it's pretty cool because they talk about like crystals and the paranormal. And how they influence and work with it. Um, like I've said before and other times that, uh, crystals, I never took much to stock in them or even believing that they work or exist and you, you know, have any value or anything like that. But after I became a paranormal investigator and the first time I wore a bracelet filled with different stones and how the bracelet would vibrate, on my wrists before my hand would charge, 
really like, oh, this, this stuff is legit. This stuff is for real. And how different stones feel in my hands when I touch them or how they make people feel when around them. And some stones are for protection. You know, some are used as, um, channeling energy and some are used just to repel it altogether. Um, which I probably have a different, <laughs> that could be episode on its own. <laughs> Another episode ideas. <laughs> Uh, how the earth and stones have connections with the paranormal and spirits and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we already talked about the stone tape theory and stone wood or the wood thing, but how they influence themselves. But, you know, all these crystals come from the earth, essentially. So yeah. if we're connected with it, then that makes sense of how they would focus our energy. But yeah, uh, the bonus episode I did with Aaron uh, would be out Friday. Friday. And it was a cool conversation. I think you guys will like it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, other than that, I don't think we have any other news. No. Nope, not really. Yeah. Nope. Still working on stickers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the cricket. Yeah. I know I was supposed to make a, a new song, but I, I say I forgot. I just, uh, I think I got distracted by other stuff. Yeah. Um, so there will be new music, new intro music coming soon. Yes. Because we're getting ready to kind of, not, I think July 9th is our. One year anniversary of the podcast. Really? Yeah. So. Mm, I should have it by then. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hopefully stickers by then. No, I'm just kidding. It'll yeah. be way before then. I finally got the knack of it. So. Ugh. And then um, hopefully within July or August, um, we'll finally take our vacation to back to go back to Texas. Mm-hmm. So we can do the live from the ranch, the infamous ranch. Yes. People can see everywhere I've talked about it and they go, oh shit. Yeah. Um, it would be neat if I could do an investigation from the ranch, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, as always, guys, you can check out our social media at, uh, Hidden in the Shadows podcast on Instagram, Hidden in the Shaw six at Twitter, Hidden in the podcast two on, um, TikTok. Uh, I don't give a crap about Facebook, so. Oh my gosh, we have a Facebook, Hidden in the Shadows Podcast. <laughs> and we also have a website. Oh yeah. Hidden in the Shadows Podcast.com. Yep. And that basically has a link to all our social media stuff. So. And episodes. You can listen straight on our episode. And also, there. if you want to message us directly, if you want to come on a episode of ours, a bonus episode, or schedule a time you want to come and do a Saturday Night Live with me or Megan, um. Whenever I decide to do yeah. a Saturday Night Live. Um. All that stuff. But yeah, uh, you message there and, you know, for whatever and ever. And if you want one of us to come on your, your podcast or, or whatever thing, like you can message us there about, you know, certain times and whatever like that. Uh, but yeah. So as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yep. <laughs>